stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. Rob Breckenridge in for Danielle today. You know, in this morning, I was thinking about our first two segments, which aren't really related necessarily to each other, but I think there is an overlap. Once marijuana is legal, I don't think hotels are going to be inclined to let people smoke marijuana. Of course, you'll be able to smoke marijuana at home. Does that, does that increase the appeal of Airbnb? Uh, if you're looking to spend a weekend uh, in Calgary or, well, I guess anywhere in Canada, and you envision uh, partaking in some of that uh, during your stay, the hotel's not for you. Maybe that does make Airbnb a little more appealing. Yeah, we went through a lot of hand-wringing in Calgary, though, around Uber and figuring out how best to regulate it. And there are some obvious parallels with uh, Airbnb. I mean, it is what we call the sharing economy. Uh, certainly for consumers, like with Uber, it gives you some additional choice, some additional options, maybe an opportunity to save a bit of money. You could stay in, in an apartment, a room in somebody's house, maybe the entire house. Uh, and it's, you know, it's, it's a different kind of situation than, than a hotel. You've got a kitchen there. You can make your own meals. You don't have to worry about all that other stuff that, that comes along with hotels. So there, there's certainly that side of it. It's attractive to people who are traveling. To homeowners, property owners, there's an obvious appeal. There's an opportunity to make a bit of money. You're going to be away for the weekend. You're going to be gone for a week. Rent your place out. You got an extra room? Rent it out. And you don't have to bring in a, a tenant. It's people passing through on the weekends. And Airbnb, and it's similar to Uber, too, where the, the people renting out have a profile. There's reviews. The renters themselves have profiles and reviews. So um, there's, there's a lot of appeal on that side of it. I guess the big difference here is, well, what about others? I mean, you didn't sign up to live next to a hotel. If all of a sudden you're living next to what is essentially a hotel, do you have legitimate concerns? And some of the stories we've been hearing about uh, not just noise... But you know, people getting knocks on their door in the middle of the night because renters are at the wrong address. They think that's the place they're renting out. These kinds of things. Is there a need for the city to step in? Not to, to ban Airbnb necessarily, but to try to address some of these issues. Well, that's what our next guest is calling for. Ward Sutherland uh, represents uh, Ward 1 at City Council. Uh, joins us here this morning. Good morning, Ward. Morning, Rob. Thanks for having me on. What are the rules right now as it pertains to Airbnb or other short-term rentals like that? Well, it, it, it's interesting. I listened to your uh, um, prelude there. Um, there are no rules, zero. And you made a very good point about Uber is, is I don't think we really addressed the Uber issue properly at the beginning. And I'm not a big fan of uh, over-regulation at all. Mm -hmm. And in fact, I thought the taxi industry was over-regulated to a ridiculous amount. But um, this, we, we haven't really got a grasp on this. And, it, and the reason why I got involved is, unfortunately, I have uh, seven to eight residents now that have had such severe incidents that have occurred and I went and talked to the residents, I was kind of alarmed, but I, I never realized the scenarios that potentially could happen that are, are, are currently happening uh, out in the suburbs. Yeah, you wouldn't think of that. I mean, typically, uh, I guess maybe if you think people are coming to visit Calgary, they're going to want to stay downtown or stay near the Stampede. But uh, from what I've been hearing, there, there is a lot of, uh, a lot of interest throughout the city. 
Yeah, it's it's a new, again, it's a new world and new technology and sharing. Like you said, it, you could go on to Kijiji or Airbnb and and that type of thing. Uh, for example, I have one particular house that uh, rents out five rooms nightly, and it, and it's in a cul-de-sac. And what's happening during the summer is that they're coming back and forth up to five people. And like you mentioned, they're, not, they're knocking on the doors at one and two in the morning. It's during the summertime. People are showing up with boats, and they just parked the boat in the middle of a car, uh, cul-de-sac. There's no parking. So I've seen pictures of where cars just park on people's lawns. Um, they're out on their driveways 11 at night uh, drinking some alcohol and smoking a cigarette because they're not allowed to at the house that they've rented. Uh, the neighbors are waking up in the morning with chicken wings on the lawn and beer cans and all that kind of stuff. And uh, plus, there's absolutely zero safety codes for for those guests anyways. We have zero regulations. We're not allowed to go onto the property. It's none of our business in terms of any bylaws. Uh, who knows if they have smoke detectors or any way to get out or anything like that. Uh, so I discovered between law and between bylaws and inspections, uh, this is really kind of uh, a, a no man's land, if you could say. But how is that different than, uh, you know, me throwing a party? I'm going to have uh, I'm going to have people come stay with me. I'm going to invite my friends over and we're going to hang out in the yards and, you know, they'll stay at my house for a couple of days and, and maybe they accidentally go to the wrong house when they show up and they're knocking on somebody's door. I think there may be different scenarios we could see these kinds of things. Yeah, the, the issue is repetition. And, you know, of course, if you have a party, um, usually you're the person that's living there and you have respect for your neighbors and you have good relationships. And if it gets too loud, you know, you ask your neighbor, oh, can you quiet down a little bit? Oh, yeah, no problem at all. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you know, they call bylaws and that type of stuff. But in this scenario, in many scenarios, it, it's not necessarily the house owner that's renting out, the, uh, uh, that's living there. They're just simply renting it out. So uh, I thought a better approach to this would to be do a complete umbrella where we just take a look at whether it's a bed and breakfast or a lodging house or Airbnb. It doesn't really matter. Just come up with some basic guidelines in terms of uh, creating safety uh, for the people that are using whatever that is. And secondly, to create some bylaws uh, that at least give us as a city some ability to deal with issues because we can't we can't deal with any issues right now other than people being loud. What are the issues then that, that this would allow the city to deal with? Um, for example, if it's if there's repetition of uh, constant problems with uh, uh, not ma- maintaining uh, the yard, uh, their their uh, customers are constantly, like I said, knocking on doors, etc., parking on people's lawns at two o'clock in the morning, all that kind of stuff. At least, if you had a business license, we could create the safety, but also we could have the opportunity to say, well, you know, you you've you've been uh, citation four times in a row, and we're going to remove your business license because you're not operating it properly. And and the last term too is it is revenue generating, so it is a business. It should be a business license. And there should be some general regulations just to ensure that these things are, uh, you're not having these type of issues. Well, would it apply across the board? Because I know in some cases, like you say, people do this um, on a regular basis. It's almost like a, a job for them. They own some property. They constantly rent it out on Airbnb versus people who maybe just do it once in a while, right? Maybe just for that week of stampede, they want to get out of town, they rent it out, and, and that's all they do all year. Would it apply to, to everybody who uses Airbnb? Well, 
that's what we need to flesh out. So what I'm asking administration to do is to combine them under one umbrella, look at fi- uh, fire and safety codes, license, land use, whether the scenario that you have, and come back to us and, and, and look at best practices across Canada and come back with uh, what I'd like to see is not really, really restrictive to make it very flexible and, and to deal with those issues in an appropriate manner and not make it this massive red tape issue, uh, just to deal with the main concerns. But would that involve then policing the site itself, that we're going to go on and we're going to see which places are up for for rent and then we'll uh, go follow up with them and make sure that they all have business licenses? Is that how we would do it? Um, to be determined. I'm, I'm not sure at that point, and I don't know if it's, there's a value to doing that. It's, it's no different right now. Is we don't for secondary suites. We don't go and police if people right. uh, advertise it. Um, I, I, I don't want to start. You know, that's very uh, expensive, and to go looking around. And in our philosophy and bylaws, by the way, is we don't go around and look for infractions. Uh, we re, we react to people when they call. So uh, I, I don't really want to see that direction personally. Um, I just want to make it very flexible and really to have the ability to deal when issues arise. Mm -hmm. Uh, Have other cities tried this? Do you you know how other cities are dealing with, with these challenges? I know Vancouver is uh, trying to deal. They put in s- some rules with Airbnb, but they specifically went after a, a particular uh, business model, and, and I don't think that's the right approach because that's a mistake we made with uh, Uber, and there's lots of flexibility, and that's why I think uh, just that's why I'm calling it short-term rentals, and we're looking at it under an umbrella to just make it more flexible. Yeah, interesting. So when, when are we going to hear back from administration? Well, that's going to take them about probably four to six months to do, okay. to do it properly. Uh, we want to take our time and do it right. I, I don't know. Doing it piecemeal isn't the right way to approach this. And uh, and we don't want to over-regulate. Uh, as I said, you know, we're entrepreneurs, and, and I believe we should go forward and have the flexibility. We just want to make sure people are safe and we have the ability to deal with issues. That's my two concerns. Yeah. All right. Interesting points. Ward Sutherland, thanks for joining us here this morning. Appreciate Okay, you're very welcome. Have a great day. You too. Ward Sutherland represents uh, Ward 1 and City Council, so his concerns about Airbnb. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.